The Golden West Radio Network presents Crisis. I remember learning in school that man's first great discovery was fire. Fire to cook his meat, to warm his caves, to light the darkness, to drive away his enemies. You know, even nowadays, we couldn't do without the comforting of light. It's something we take for granted, this outpouring of light available to us at the touch of a switch. But what happens when something goes wrong? What happens when the light goes out? Haven't you been in a winter storm when suddenly a power line parts and your house suddenly goes black and dead? And wasn't your first reaction tinged ever so slightly with fear? Tonight's play concerns fear. Fear of the dark. No, more accurately, it deals with one man's fear of what might come out of the darkness. Yeah, listen. In front of my house, the street light, somebody broke it. Just a minute, sir. What was that? I didn't see who done it, but you got to fix it. I'm an old man. Just a minute. Uh, police complaint. Go ahead. Uh, please. Uh, please listen to me. Somebody broke my street light. Is that light on your property, sir? Uh, no, no. It's on my street. It's just a regular street light. You see it happen? What? Did you see them break it? Uh, no, no, I didn't see them break it. It must have happened during the daytime, but now it's night and and the light ain't on. Okay, well, you want to call the engineering department, division of street lighting. They handle street lighting. But it's dark out there. It's too dark. Something could happen. You don't know this neighborhood. I've been living here for more than 40 years. You can't walk outside anymore. Well, you better call the city engineering department in the morning. In the morning? What about tonight? Tonight's crisis story is titled Dark in the Street and features Howard Hall. We'll be back in a minute. Even when the building was new, probably around the turn of the century, it was certainly no beauty... There were thousands of them in New York City housing drab family flats with windows giving onto streets that became more and more bleak with every passing year. Nobody stayed in such a place any longer than he had to. Such habitations were designed for people whose circumstances prevented them from enjoying anything better. From the hazy gray windowpane one floor above the sidewalk, Abel Bachman crouched and squinted through the gloom. The yellow comfort of the streetlight was gone and phantom shadows played on the old man's fears. For Emil Bachman had built himself a fortress against the world behind the scabrous walls of his flat. He distrusted everyone. He saw danger in anything new. He'd retreated into the musty past and cringed at the passing world. He had no friends, no relatives, no love to give or receive, and he lived in dread that his one precious secret somehow would be discovered. And if it was, he knew without any doubt at all that he would be murdered because of it. And so for years, his only direct contact with the world was through Mrs. Farber, the landlady. Oh, hello, Emil. <laughs> Mrs. Farber, the street light is out. The street light is out. My street light is out. Oh, well, that's all right, Emil. Now, you just go on back to your flat and don't you worry about it. I called the police. You know what they said? They said it ain't none of their business. I got to call the engineering. Hmm. He could have told you that. 
You. You call them. What? You call them and make a fuss. Maybe they listen to you. Look, Emil, I'm making dinner. Now you go on back to your flat and read. You got more to read than the public library. Please, Mrs. Fowler. No, no, you go on. I'm busy. Look, you'll be all right. Ah, God in Himmel. Nobody cares. No one gives a damn about anyone else. It's, it's so dark out there. Why would they break only my light? Eh? Why only my light? Uh, I know why. They're getting ready. They're getting ready to kill me. To break in. They know. Somehow they know what I've got. <sighs> that car. That car down there. Slowly driving by. <sighs> oh! Who's there? Mrs. Farber. Oh, come on, Emil. It's only me. Yes? Emil, open up. I've got something for you. You, uh, you, you're by yourself? Yes, yes, I'm all by myself. Someone is watching out there. What? Uh, a black car. Someone is watching. I've seen them. You didn't see anything. Here, here, I brought you some stew. You look out yourself. You can see the car. I know, Emil. Now, look, you take this bowl of stew. Now, watch out, it's hot. Eh? Stew, Emil. I gave you some stew. Now, eat it and then go to bed. No, no. No, come in. I can't. I've got the rest of the dishes to do. Over here, by the window. Oh, why don't you turn a light on? No, no, no. Don't turn on a the light. They can see, then. Honestly, Emil. Oh, all right. Here. Stand here, by the window. Look. What am I supposed to see? Eh? Down in the street. And what about it? Don't you see? See what, Emil? Them. Oh, what are you talking about? Across the street in the doorway of Kessel's store. What? <coughs> Emil, I can't see anyone in Kessel's doorway, and if I can't, neither can you. Now, now eat your stew and go to bed. Mrs. Farber, someone will try to kill me tonight. Look, Emil, you want some advice? I'll give it to you. Stop reading those lousy mystery stories. Now get your mind on something else. You could clean up this dump you live in. Yeah, you know I'll run you out of here, the way you live. You haven't thrown anything away in 35 years. Oh, sure, sure. Throw me in the street. I'm just an old bum. That's what you think. No. I wouldn't throw you in the street. Why do you think they will kill me if I'm just an old bum? Huh? <laughs> this conversation I don't believe. I'll, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, Emil. Mrs. Farber. What is it, Emil? Come. Come, look out the window. The car. It's going by again. Emil, once and for all, get it to your square skull. Nobody's interested in a 70-year-old pensioner living in a walk-up. What have you got that anybody'd want? You might be surprised, Mrs. Farber. Huh? Never mind. I already talked too much. You, you go now. Well, enjoy the stew. Bachman, Bachman, watch your tongue. You almost gave it all away. Oh... But they know. Already down there. Why would they break my light? Why would they be watching my window? Why? There's only one reason why. They know. Police emergency. Yeah, I, I need help. What can I help, sir? I'm going to be... I'm going to be killed... Hold in a minute, sir. I'm transferring you. 
Homicide, Britain, go ahead. Listen, my name is Emil Bachman. I'm going to be murdered. Uh, where are you? I'm at home. Uh, 663B East 90th. That's 663B, like in boy? Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, now you say you're going to be murdered. What do you mean? It's because they broke my street lamp, and they think now I can't see them, but I can see them. You see any weapons? Weapons? Like a gun? Uh, No, 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 listen, please. I'm not crazy. Why would they break my street light? Why would they be watching my window? Please. All right. Now, there's a car already on its way to you, sir. You just keep your door locked until the officers get there. It shouldn't be over two minutes. Okay. Now, what's the spelling on your name? Bachman. B-A-C... You say someone is coming. To my place? That's right, Mr. Bachman. No, no, I I don't want anyone to come in. They can't come in. Nobody can come in. (laughs) It's a trick. Let me see. Uh, It's too dark now, but... They're still watching me. I can feel it. There. There's the car again. The same black car. How did they find out? I know what they'll do. They'll come in and kill me first, and then they'll take their time and go through the house until they find it. No. They'll torture me until I tell them where it is, and then they'll kill me. That's how they'll do it. Ah, here it is. All still there, in the wall behind the buffet, just where it's been since 1938. God, save me. Who is it? What do you want? Police officers, uh, may we come in? No, no. Nobody comes in. Are you, are you Mr. Bachman? Uh, Bachman? Uh, yeah, I'm Bachman. You, uh, you okay, sir? Yeah, uh, yes, yes, I'm fine. Is there, is there any reason why we can't come in for a minute, sir? Come in? Everybody wants to come in. You don't need to come in. You just go catch the ones you want to kill me, eh? Sir, we need a little information on you. Please open your door. No! Miss, Mr. Bachman, you want us to help you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You got, you got to open up? Wait a minute. Uh, Mr. Bachman? Yeah? I'm Officer Drake, and this is Officer Hanley. Hi, Mr. Bachman. Now, we have a report here of an attempted murder in progress. Uh, you know anything about that? Hey, of course. Of course I know about it. I'm the one who called the police. All right. You want to you wanna tell us about it? I, 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 I don't need you after all. Thank you. You can go now. Sir, if there's anything you'd like to tell us that you think we ought to know. No. No, thanks. Just the same. I'm just an old man. I, I made a mistake. Sir, are, are you alone in there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm alone. Why don't you turn your lights on? Yeah, I might as well. You've uh, you've changed your mind then. You you don't feel you're going to be killed, is that it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, okay then. Uh, uh, good night, Mister Bachman. Good night, yeah. sir. Mm. 
Oh, oh, yes, ma'am. Come over here a second. Uh, yes, ma'am? I'm the landlady here. Bachman called the police? Yes, ma'am, he did. Do you know anything about all this? I've known Emil for years. A little nutty these days. He's always been a hermit. He do his shopping for him. He never goes out. Nobody gets in. Except on very rare occasions, he'll let me come in. Like tonight. I brought him some stew, and he called me in to look out his window at some car he saw on the street. A car? What What about a car? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, he makes out like he's got something worth stealing in that rat's nest of his. But he's a little... Well, you know. Suspicious of everybody. Everyone's trying to rob him. Which is crazy, because he hasn't got anything. He's on welfare or a pension or something. Believe me, old Emil hasn't got a dime. for the want of a streetlight. Has Emil Bachman's imagination run away with him? Those phantom shadows in the street, the black car that cruises past his window. To you and me, they might go unnoticed. But then, we're not hiding a secret. And Emil Bachman is. Ah! Still there. Ah. <laughs> still hiding. Just where you've always been hiding ever since I found you. <laughs> oh, they would love to have you. But I won't let them get you. I've taken good care of you all these years, haven't I? Yes. I've never disturbed you. Uh, you are beautiful. Beautiful. And you're mine. Alone. You were meant to be mine, yes. Nobody else's. You were never meant to be shared. Ah! And who is that? Who can it be at this time of the night? Who do I know who would be calling? It's them. It's them. They're calling to see if I'm still home or if I'm asleep. Yes. And if I don't answer, they'll come and break in. Oh, then I'll have to answer it. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello? I'm still here. I'm awake. Hello? They hung up. Now they'll come. They'll think I'm out. Because I haven't turned on my lights, they'll think I'm out. That's it. They've been watching. I turn on my lights so they'll know I'm here. No. No. Then they'll see into the room. They'll see I'm alone. Just an old, weak man. Mm. What will I do? Oh, why did the streetlight have to go out? Ah, because they broke it. So that I would be a sitting duck. <laughs> Maybe I can see them from the window without their seeing me. Yeah, yeah. I can see out because they can't see me. Because the room is dark. Maybe, maybe I raise the window just a little. Just an inch. <laughs> Same car. Two men. 
looking up at me, looking right at me. They're stopping, stopping up the street. They're coming after me now. What can I do? What can I do? Oh, the police, no. No, they don't take me serious. And they want to come in. They might find. No, 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 no police. No time now. Anyway, they're coming for me. It's too late. Wait. Wait, I can barricade the door. If I can move a chair against the door. There. Now. But this won't stop them. They can smash the door and push the chair. And I can't stop them. They'll demand to know where it's hidden. And if I don't tell them, they'll kill me. I'm a dead man. No. No, I could... I could live. I could give it to them. But I wouldn't do that. Why would I give it up now? I've kept it all these years. (laughs) All these long, lonely years. No friends. No wife. Nobody to know about it except me. I've sacrificed everything to keep it safe. But listen, someone coming up the stairs. It's all over. Here they come. Anybody home? Mr. Bachman, you in there? It's it's the police, Mr. Bachman. Uh, You want to let us in? The police? No, no, it's a trick. He's in there, I can hear him. Look, Mr. Bachman, if you don't open the door, we'll have to assume you're in trouble. And we'll break it down. Now, you don't want that, do you? Oh, you got here. Wait a second, I, I got a key. Oh, yeah, okay. A key? She has a key to my flat. Ach, my God, how long has she had a key? She she could have come in any time I was asleep. We're coming in, Mr. Bachman. She's got it barricaded, Lou. Yeah, here, help me. Shove it open. Take that chain off the door, Emil. Back in here. Uh, you okay, Mr. Bachman? Uh, where are the lights, ma'am? The switch beside the door. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Holy Pete. Well, this is the way he lives. Hello, Mr. Bachman. You, uh, okay? Get out. You all right, Amy? Get out. You got no right. Look, I called these gentlemen because I rang your phone a while ago and you didn't answer. So I thought, well, I thought maybe something had happened to you. How about it? You okay? I know what you want. All right. You'll get it sooner or later, so take it. Take it. I don't care no more. What's that? It's back of the buffet. In the wall. Go ahead. I just don't care no more. You know what he's talking about, ma'am? Not having the faintest. What have you got in the wall, Mr. Bachman? Go go take a look, Greg. You always get your way. Sooner or later. But I kept it for a, a long time. Since 1938. And I, I found it. All by myself. There is something back in here, Lou. Atlantic City. In a locker in the bus depot. Oh, sure. Sure, I took it. Who wouldn't? Oh, but that was 1938. You boys wouldn't even remember 1938. Everyone was broke. Depression base. 
Roosevelt, no chops. Holy Toledo. That's when I came here. I had a responsibility, you understand? I I never touched it. We got something here. Yeah? (laughs) I never spent a dollar of it. I lived on my pension. I never touched a dollar of it. Mr. Bachman, where did you get all this money? He's been telling us, Greg. It was in that same black willies bag, just like you see it now. Let me see. You, you, you had a key all this time. You mean you had all this money? And you lived like this? Hey, huh? look, what? Take a look at this 20. Oh, man. Is it all like this? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody ever knew it was here. No, but they didn't. And that's a good thing for you. Probably get your head blown off if they'd ever find out who had it. Oh, you read about things like this, but right under my nose. You're sitting on a fortune. How long have you been keeping this money, Mr. Bachman? Since September 2nd, 1938. 1938. You've been living like this longer than I've been alive. And all for nothing. For nothing? I'm sure. This stuff's probably the worst counterfeit I ever saw. Come on, Mr. Bachman. The names of tonight's players and a few scenes from next week's crisis program. Dark in the Street featured Howard Hall as Bachman with Pat French as Mrs. Farber and Phil Harper and Loy Norrix as the policemen. Crisis is engineered by Carney Barton and produced at Audio Recording Incorporated. Now this is your writer-director Jim French inviting you back next week at this same time when we offer you another crisis. Crisis.